Welcome to From the Newsroom. Reporters and editors from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette step from behind the keyboard and in front of the mic to offer insights on stories they're working on. From the Newsroom, from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette. I'm executive editor Dave Nordman. We're joined again by sports editor Jim Wilson. Welcome, Jim. Hey, Dave. Jim, the uh, Central Mass MIAA football power ratings uh, are on the website, uh, telegram.com. Let's break them down. Start with Division 3. Division 3, it looks pretty done as far as who's going to qualify. It's just a matter of seedings at this point. Uh, Right now, uh, Doherty has it as as number one, St. John's number two, Shrewsbury, and then Wachusett has the last one. And if it holds serve the last two weeks of the season, that sets up some pretty good rematches between uh, Doherty and Wachusett, who played week one. Doherty had a nice tight win there uh, to open the season, and then uh, St. John's takes on Shrewsbury in the second one. So that's uh, you know, that St. John's came out with a big clash. They held off Shrewsbury at the end at uh, another classic game between those two uh, Shrewsbury rivals. So should be good if, they, if this uh, that they things stays uh, the way they are the next couple weeks. It's uh, it's going to be a good, good playoff round. Talk about the next couple of weeks. Who do some of these teams have coming up, Jim? Well, that's what it looks like. I mean, uh, why Wachusett has a real tough game on Friday against Neshoba, so that will be a, that'll be a big uh, big battle for both teams. But I think they can still hold off Shepherd Hill, uh, who's number five. Uh, Wachusett right now has thirteen point one points, and uh, Shepherd Hill has eight point four three. Uh, and then Wachusett ends up with what Westboro, another tough matchup for the for the Mountaineers. So that should be uh, uh, that should be the good good to see where Wachusett stands going into the playoffs. Uh, Shrewsbury ends with Westboro and Neshoba, the exact opposite. Wachusett Wachusett has. Uh, St. John's finishes up with Algonquin and Marlboro. That would be, Marlboro would be always a tough game for St. John's. Uh, Doherty looks like they're going to hold on to the one seed because they, they finish up with North and North Middlesex and if all goes according to plan the Highlanders should uh, end with two wins. It's a lot of uh, a lot of math to do Jim but break it down for those of uh, our, our readers who aren't familiar with the way the power ratings work. How many teams make it into the playoffs in each division? Three, uh, four teams make it each division. So regardless of how many teams there are it's four. Yeah, you could have you know, six teams you could have eight teams. You could have thirteen. And how yeah. how do those teams end up at? Uh, is it Gillette Stadium? So is it you know like you said one versus four, two three? They play House Thanksgiving work and they break down the schedule after these two weeks. So right now after they play two weeks of the regular season, then the first week of November they go into either playoffs or non playoffs. So the four the top four teams in each division, one will play four, two will play three. So they'll play each other in a in a playoff. Usually they'll probably be at you know, probably Foley or or, or Doyle Field. Up in Lemonster, yeah. they'll find they'll find a turf field yeah. to play those games then on. Then they'll play a Central Mass Championship. Then they'll play a game. Central Mass Championship, then also at a local local college, uh, and then they'll they'll play uh, after that. They they play the Western Mass Champion. Yep. And then they play the. It, uh, I, I'm not sure which one doesn't go. I have to double check this because one team won't play at Gillette just because of space concerns, but they'll end up. Uh, They'll end up uh, playing at Gillette Stadium for the Super Bowl. So, I mean, it, when you talk about the regular season almost being done, I mean, but we still, for a lot of these teams, you're looking at Central Mass semifinals, Central Mass finals, right. state semifinals, state championships, and then um, the teams that don't make it to those games are, are playing out the string against yeah. competitive they'll, they'll, games. They'll, 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 they're trying to make competitive games. They don't know. They, they sort of see who's out 
uh, the playoffs and they sort of see who's who's left and they try to make games competitive. You know, they try to find some close teams. They don't have to travel across the state to play, uh, but they're going to try to match up those guys. Division three and Division four will play play against each other, and five and six will play against each other. So and they just try to find competitive games and try to get to get as, get as an attractive game as possible for those teams that really don't have anything to play for except for pride. So we've you've touched on Division three, but we've got a bunch of other divisions. Uh, what's after D- Division three, Jim? Yeah, as it stands right now with Division four, you have the Shoba holding serve, and like I mentioned earlier, the Chieftains have Wachusett and Shrewsbury end the season. So they they can either solidify their hold in a top spot, or they can try to hold off uh, maybe Grafton or Tantasqua, who is who's tied for the uh, the second seed. But Tantasqua has a head to head tiebreaker because they beat the Indians the other day. Um, so they're two and three. Marlboro is holding up at number four. Uh, and Westboro is on the outside, 9.33. They're number five. But like I said earlier, Westboro has Shrewsbury and Wachusett. They're playing up in Division Three the last two weeks of the season. If they get a win there, they stun some people. They could sneak into the playoffs. So, so before we move on to Division Five, so we've, we've talked about how four teams make it into the playoffs. But um, I'll kind of drag this out to give you some time to think about it. But if you were to explain to people how all these 3.25 versus essentially, you know, how do you move up and down? Down in power rankings because looking at, at, at telegram.com I see teams with um, say a, a, a three and three record maybe a, a behind a team that's two and four and a team that's four and three you know uh, behind a team that's you know uh, got a lesser record so how exactly does it work yeah they have they assign win totals to certain teams so if you win usually division three they make it 13 points but usually it's it's is ten points for a win, so you, so if you get if you beat the if you win the game you get ten points and then you get three points for any opponent win, so it sort of just goes from this. So you sort of have we got the ten points for the if you look in their our power rankings on online, they have something called the own column, which is what they get for you know with their wins. So we like Doherty has a has an own rating of sixty six. That means they've they're six and zero. They've won. You know, each those won those games for ten points. They get a they get a three point bonus for two of those games. Or I don't know. I got to look at their schedule. So, so just to, just to to simplify it, you get um, you get more points for playing teams maybe in a higher division, correct? Yes, you and get then, you get a you get a, you get a, you get a modifier of like right. extra couple two, two or three points. And then the better the team that. Um, that you beat, the more points you get. Exactly. They so, reward teams for playing a better schedule. In other words. Um, if you're playing down against bad teams, you're not going to get as many points. If you play up against exactly. better teams, you're going to get better. Good example points. of that is, is uh, Oxford last year. They were, I think, they had one loss going into the playoffs, but they didn't make the playoffs because the teams they beat didn't give them enough points. And sometimes that's the luck of who you play, and sometimes yeah. that's a scheduling thing where coaches maybe would schedule. Um, hey, we'll play up a couple of d- divisions be, uh, because. Maybe we'll get more points, right. but then again, you chance losing to those teams too, right? Yeah. So it's if kind of those, if you lose those, you get no points for the loss, except you get the bonus for the opponent wins. You get a you know, you know point for every one of their wins. Yeah, it's a so, risk reward type. Yeah, of thing. if you lose if you lose to a team that finishes like you know seven and one heading into playoffs. You get seven points for that game. It must so. uh, it must drive these coaches crazy like, trying to figure out the scenarios, like when they're trying to schedule games yeah. for next season. They're like, well, you know, this team hasn't been very good, so you know, we want to get we you know we want to play play teams that are good but not great, right? Good but not bad. So it's really kind of be yeah, it's going to be the, tough for those usually coaches. Usually, these coaches they schedule trying to you know a two year window home and home play with these teams if they're if they're non league because that's another thing that's probably from another podcast. But uh, a lot of people are thinking. 
thinking leagues are obsolete at this point and you know why why play these games you know why you know, why play the midwatch a schedule when there's no, there's no benefit to winning the league anymore you might get you know the team like you know like a valley tech in the colonial league there's no benefit for them playing those games and having to be forced to play a lesser team you know and you know, knowing that you know they're gonna have their jvs in the second half and they're getting punished for playing the steel like a money tech a team so, not going to give them any points. So they don't I mean, the the MIA. I mean, they don't tell teams who they have to play. I mean, every team starts with zero and just schedules their own games. Usually, How does that work? Usually, the teams they, they all they still have leagues in Central Mass. So you have like you know your 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 Midwatch A. So you're going to have you know Algonquin and Wachusett and Shrewsbury and Lemonster and so you have Shepherd to play Hill. everybody in your own league. You don't have to. There's no such thing you have, you have to play, but that's what these that's what these ads have the schedule. They always they have they still have these leagues, and that's what that's what the the, the consensus is with these these uh, these coaches. Some some are looking at the schedule and saying, well, why are we playing these leagues when the leagues don't matter for the playoffs? Why can't I just have you know try to find eight games going into the po- tournament and I'll try you know if I want to play if I want to play if I'm in Midwatch and I want to play Shepherd Hill like and we can talk we can schedule a game but why should I be forced to forced into these games when it might to your point earlier with trying to find these you know, the best way to get into the playoffs so is right. it worth is it worth trying to play these games with don't reward when I think I have a good team and I want to try to maximize my you know, if I lose these guys, it's going to be it's going to still give me six or seven points because they're they finish with a good record. And it's like you said, it's that it's it's athletic directors and schools and tradition and always right. you know a school like Oxford playing you know um, you know say you know all the schools around it rather than schools maybe its size and having to travel you know further distances against you know light yeah, teams. Just, so it's it's a balancing act. To some of these sure. schools, I think especially with you know you'll see over the next month where the the, the focus is obviously going to be on the playoff teams and if the team doesn't make the playoffs you're playing in front of your friends and family right and you know, so I mean when you have you know, you know St. John's and Shrewsbury playing down the street from you are you really going to go to Algonquin Lemonster in a non-playoff game a game normally if it was you know, it, you know if, if Thanksgiving still mattered they played through, through Thanksgiving that game might be you know a good watch but now you're just going to you know so a lot, of, a lot of ADs are looking at their budgets just, just you know there's no more money for cross country so, but, but isn't it but it, I mean I understand that but isn't it true that uh, for a lot of these teams, um, their chances of making the playoffs are done by week six, anyways. Some so. of these coaches know that you know they're going out. They're a young team. And they're right. building for the. You know, they want to try to get these guys some competitive games, but they know in the, in the, not in, on the in, the, in the good old days back when, when back when you were playing, Jim. How many? I mean, just like maybe one or two teams in the playoffs, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean the top two teams went to the Super Bowl, so essentially more teams are getting the opportunity now to play yeah. in the playoffs. I'm old school. I kind of like the way. I kind of like wish there was a way they can work this so they can play through Thanksgiving. That solves that problem. But there's no meaningless games. Every game matters. And you're, I, I remember one of my favorite things about covering Thanksgiving games used to be the fact that people, you know, assistant coaches and fans would, you know, yell down on the sidelines. They'd want to know, hey, we're playing, you know, we're, you know, Milford Shrewsbury back in the day. Right. What's going on in the show? But yeah, you, make a, you make a great point. So Thanksgiving used to be a playoff play in game for so yeah. many teams. Like, hey, we, hey, we've got to, you know, we've got to win Thanksgiving if we're going to advance to the Super yeah. Bowl. But you have that, to win, take care of your stuff, and then worry about what's happening on a field. 30 miles away. But now because, what do we hear, right? Now we hear, um, hey, who's resting what players on Thanksgiving right. because the game, quote-unquote, doesn't matter yeah, anymore. Now you have that whole thing, hey, we're playing at Gillette next week. You know, this game doesn't really matter much. I mean, right. a lot of people play for pride, but... You know, it's 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 uh, it's an interesting thing. I like. I wish Thanksgiving meant something again. <laughs> so a, a podcast for a different day, but yes, we've kind of jumped off. Of <laughs> we've jumped off the uh, jumped 
off the divisions, but uh, moving ahead, uh, we've touched on a couple. Um, you know, I think we're up to uh, was it Division with Five now? Division Jim? Five is next with uh, with Northbridge. They have a real tough schedule down the stretch with Tantasqua and Grafton. But you know, can they hold on to that top spot in Division Five? The Rams are undefeated, uh, so it'd be a nice little test for them going into the playoffs. Uh, Nipmunk they finished up with Holy Name and Sutton. They're in second place. Oakmont and and and, and Burncoat holding on to that number four seed. When's the last time you talked about the the Patriots in the playoffs? It's a uh, Ricky Sincott and his staff has a real done a real good thing there. They're gonna they could hold off Auburn for that number five spot. You know Auburn's at six seven point five three. Burncoat's at eight point zero zero. So it should be interesting to see how that Auburn finishes up with Grafton and Millbury. So there's a chance for them if they get those two wins. There's some big points for them. They can I mean, jump. They can leapfrog the Patriots. A couple of tough games. Real tough games. That's what you got to look at. You know, some of these teams are. We talked earlier about the schedule. Some of these teams are finishing up with you know teams they're not going to get many points for, and they're just sort of holding on. They're going to you know try to you know win and hold serve, and who knows what's happening on those other fields. Right, and uh, we're not going to get off on a math problem here, so we're going to jump right in right into uh, Division Six. Who do we got there, Jim? Uh, Maynard. They, they're number one. They're in. You know, they have a big game against Littleton on Friday night. Littleton's number two in that Division Six race. So it'll be interesting to see you know who who's uh, supreme there. They, those teams could meet in the playoffs in a couple weeks. Uh, Millbury, you know, had a real good season. Tough loss last week to Leicester, but they're they're still into the number third the number third spot in Division Six. And Tingsboro and BMR fighting for that fourth more spot. Tigers have the edge right now, but both those teams they 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 have a real you know Tingsboro finished up with Oakmont and Hudson. BMR finished up with St. Bernard's and North. So they you know they could, both those teams could you know go five hundred and you'll be counting points. And and Jim moving on to Division Seven and yeah, you and I talked about it earlier, but I'm looking. I start with like I, I see who's the last team in, and it looks like the last team in on Telegram.com on the power rankings is Oxford again, and undefeated Oxford. Yet they check in at number four. So right. again, strength of schedule uh, plays a lot into it. You know who you've played, but break down Division Seven. Not Jim. only not, not only Oxford number four, but they have finished up with Southbridge and Leicester. I, I see them beating Southbridge, but Leicester could give them a could give them a fight. And Leicester is sitting at six, number six spot. They, they can get they'll get a lot of points if they beat Oxford. They might get enough points to overtake the Pirates in the in the playoffs. So that'll be interesting to watch. Nobody's going to catch West Boylston. I think they're they finish up with uh, with Gansett and Murdoch. And I think they should hold serve and hold on to that number one seed. Valley Tech number two. They uh, they finish up with Monty Tech and Worcester Tech. They, you know they, the the Beavers should roll into the playoffs as well. Uh, Asbit number three. They finish up with Abby Kelly and Monty Tech. I don't see any of those three teams so holding on. Uh, you know get getting a loss and, and, and trying to chase points into this. And so that leaves that big uh, Oxford-Leicester game in two weeks to be the uh, to be the outlier on Division 7. And wouldn't it be interesting if West Boylston and Oxford both held serve over the next couple of weeks and, and potentially, I, I'm not sure if it's ever happened before, in a semifinal, you could have two 8-0 teams playing each other in a semi Central Mass semifinal. That's fantastic. I mean, that's, yeah. what I like about, that's what I like about the playoffs. There's, there's, there's going to be no... Bad playoff matches, especially right. when a couple of years ago when they went to those top four teams, got rid of the fat, you know, four to eight. Other than Fitchburg winning a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, coming in at a low seed, it's rare that there's going to be any upsets in the playoffs the way they're constituted. So I'm glad they went one through four, get some better games out of it. Yeah, and you know, and and honestly, like you said, you know, whether you're four or five, you know, um, you know, usually the best teams make the playoffs. Right. You know, so we're talking about the French teams that, like, even the coaches will admit, hey, if we had won one more game along the way. 
stay here. Exactly. You know, we would have been in there, so we have nobody to blame but ourselves. So f- let's finish it up, Jim. Division 8, um, who do we got there? Lunenburg, number one. Uh, Lunenburg, they finished their, uh, their, they're holding off St. Bernard's. Lunenburg finishes off with Murdoch in a tough game against Littleton, so it should be interesting to see where they, they shape that Littleton game at the end. Uh, could could have uh, St. Bernard's, who's number two, looking to, looking to jump them. St. Bernard's finished up with BMR and Gardner. I, I see so the Bernard Bernardians should win out. Uh, but now they have uh, three teams at the end, Narragansett, Murdoch, and Bartlett. And uh, do I see the Murdoch Blue Devils with a chance to make the playoffs? That's Jim? right. That's what I'm saying. That's just like Burncoat in Division 5. Murdoch has a chance. They're holding on to the number four spot. So, But like I said, the last couple, they have they finish up with Lunenburg and West Ball, so it'll be two tough games for Murdoch. So yep. if they get the playoffs, they deserve it. This point winning those last two games that's jim wilson sports editor of the telegram and gazette again central mass high school football power rankings um every day uh updated every week on telegram.com thanks thanks again jim anything for math dave <laughs>